other side of writing a book. What sort of book it is? It can be a business book, it can be a memoir, it can be anything. It can be a children's book. The process of writing will change your life. Welcome back to the Everyday Business Show. I'm your host, Tony Lontis, and today we have the most glorious guest to chat to. But before I introduce you, here's a reminder. If you're watching us live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, please don't forget to comment and let us know what you think of the topics we cover and engage with our conversation. You can reach out to us on info at Tony Lontis and you can catch up on the replays of this show across many platforms, including the podcast of this show available on all your podcast platforms, the video of this show available on Tony TV syndicated to Binge, Hero, Zondra, etc., etc., the Tony TV channel app available on Roku, LG, Samsung, and of course, our very own network, Everyday Women's Network, live streaming, video on demand, pay-per-view. I encourage you to check it out and check it out in the links below. Now, an important part of what I do as an Australian is to acknowledge the important part that our Aboriginal and Torres Strait people have played in the development of our country's cultural identity. So today, I want to respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugamba language region, the traditional owners of the land on which we meet and broadcast, and I want to pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging, and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here with us today, watching in post-show and live. Thank you for joining us. Now today, a beautiful friend of mine has happily agreed to talk to you about an amazing healing modality. And today's interview is called Healing Trauma with Hopoponopono. Now, I hope that I've said this correctly. I've been practicing pre-show and our beautiful guest today is Eileen Gottlieb. Now, Eileen is affectionately known as the heart healer and she combines over 50 years in nursing and 29 years in vibrational healing to create a holistic approach to clearing energy blocks and promoting healing. She helps international clientele of heart-centered individuals and entrepreneurs who struggle with trauma fear, self-sabotage, negative thoughts and behaviours, self-worth issues, and helps them experience inner peace, self-confidence, empowerment and clarity around their soul's purpose. Eileen has been a speaker at several conferences supporting growth and development of entrepreneurs, and nurses offering wisdom on conscious heart connection and facilitating guided meditation to assist the participants in connecting their hearts 
and anchoring their intentions for that experience. She's also shared with international audiences the benefits of conscious heart connection, hopoponopono, and that's the ancient Hawaiian problem-solving process, which we're going to delve into today. And she's also a published author of articles on vibrational healing, spirituality, aromatherapy, and she's a contributing author in Endings Can Be Amazing Gifts, in A Daily Gift of Gratitude, Feminism from a Spiritual Perspective in Beyond Burning Bras, and The Heart Healer in the Women Innovators Vibe, Leaders, Makers, and Givers. She is a certified healthing, healing touch practitioner and certified as a medical intuitive, a quantum practitioner, and of course, a Hopoponopono practitioner. Now, Eileen is also the president and CEO of Vibrational Healing from the Heart Incorporated, and she has been blessed to serve thousands of clients of all ages from all across the world in their healing journeys. She is the creator of the signature programs, including Inner Child Integration, which supports healing of childhood and adult trauma, the monthly new moon clearing process, and she shares on a live show called The Heart Healer on the Heart Healer Radio Network. And of course, she's the founder of Heart Healers Hopoponopono Community. Please welcome to the show, Eileen. Oh, thank you so much, Tony. It's a joy to be here. It really is. I'm Thank really you. grateful that I get to share you and your wisdom with our audience. And I thought today that I'd start the show with your beautiful quote. And that is, whatever the question, love is the answer. Eileen, what does that mean to you? What it means to me is that it's very much connected to wisdom that I received many years ago that's also connected to why I'm referred to as the heart healer. Mm -hmm. And that wisdom is that we are all here for the same reason, mm -hmm. uh, meaning in this human experience. And that is to remember, not to learn, but to remember how to be in a loving relationship with ourselves first. Yes. And yes. that is reflected in how we are being in relationship to other people, to our life experiences, mm -hmm. et cetera. But that soul, S-O-U-L, S-O-L-E lesson yes. is all about remembering how to be loving with ourselves first. Arlene, I'm wondering if we can go back to the start. Now, I know that you've got that long history in nursing combined with spirituality. Can you just talk to us a little bit about that journey? Well, I started out as a pediatric nurse. Um, I, I'm old school nursing. I trained in a hospital-based uh, program, right? Yep. <laughs> so yep. those programs don't even exist, they don't exist anymore. But I wouldn't trade that learning experience for anything. I, I really, I really wouldn't. And so my, my original pediatric training was at Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. And that's where I um, had my first job. I worked with teenagers, which was a very unique 
environment for teenagers back then. This is back in the in the mid seventies, yeah. And um, it was it was an extraordinary experience. So mm-hmm. primarily working with children that are a little bit older, some newborn nursery, yes. um, women, hospice. As years went by with different changes in my own life, my own yeah. health, yeah. where I was living, the 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 times and availability of jobs, um, that's what kind of guided this path, yeah. along with probably a lot of spiritual guidance that I wasn't even aware of back then. But, you oh. know, we, we are exactly where we need to be. I trust and know no matter where we are. Mm-hmm. And, and then in 1985, I moved down to Florida from the New England area of the United States, mm-hmm. and there was a hiring freeze going on. So oh. I shifted after working with my brother-in-law, who was then an OBGYN physician. Mm-hmm. Um, I had so much fun working in that environment, doing patient education. Mm-hmm. And when it was my time to leave that, it was like, well, what am I going to do now? And someone had introduced me to um, and let me know that there was a mid-sized law firm looking for an in-house nurse. They practiced healthcare law, um, medical malpractice defense, etc. So I interviewed for the position and for the next 12 years or so, that was my life, which was very different than working in a clinical setting, but still an expression of who I am as a nurse. Mm. And then in 1994, I had a spiritual awakening. Ooh. And all of the, all of my, we think of them as gifts, but I think everyone has them. It's just some of them, some of us are more aware of those gifts. No, that- Eileen, that's part of my learning is discovering that actually we all have these gifts. We just may not be aware of them. It's true. And and so when people defer to me and my gifts, I am the first one that will say that does not work, right? Mm -hmm. You want to go with how you feel about this. I may share information with people that I receive um, intuitively, empathically, psychically, whatever Mm -hmm. the words are that work for people. But I always tell my clients, it's just information. I'm the messenger. If it doesn't feel right to you, you toss it because there's no empowerment in sharing that wisdom otherwise, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I came in as an empath and as an intuitive, as a child, and I had a very um, challenging childhood. My mom was very challenging. She grew up in an abusive household, not of the generation that's going to talk about it. She did the best that she could. But being a sensitive, it was very difficult for me. I have no recall of this, mind you. This is just something that was in my spiritual awakening. This awareness all came to me. And so all of my gifts were awakened in 1994 when I worked with an amazing facilitator of healing who her name was Diane Rosenthal and and she is no longer in a body. She has not been on this planet since 1991, but she was so instrumental in helping me and guiding me to reconnect. 
And so it was that awakening. And then within a few months of that um, was the Healing Touch program, which is a form of energetic healing that I'm that I'm certified in. That was my first program of study that I learned. And that opened up a whole world of awarenesses that who knew, right? Who knew? But it was it was a wonderful experience. I I was guided sometime after that um, to literally do this as a business. It took me a little while to shift from one to the other. Yes. But so I've been essentially in private practice since 94, offering healing sessions, and then at some point offering Akashic records, readings, medical intuitive readings, working with people lot of times with emotional clearing. That's yeah. been something that 99.99% of my clients come with that challenge that they've tried everything else mm. and nothing's worked. And so they're looking for another something that answer. might work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Arlene, you, your practice actually combines a lot of modalities together with that nursing background to get the results that move your clients forward. Um, we're actually going to be having some more conversations with Eileen, particularly mm. around healing the inner child childhood trauma and then following up with um, Akashic Records because uh, Akashic Records is a whole subject in its own right. But today we want to focus on Hoponopono. Now, have I said that correctly? It's good enough. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I have people in my membership community that have decided this is how they're going to pronounce it. And quite frankly, it's perfectly fine. Whatever it is, it is. It's the heart's intention for what we're speaking about that really matters. And, and so Ho'oponopono is the ancient Hawaiian problem solving process. And this came into my life in actually probably a good 13, 14 years ago, uh -huh. but more from the context of being with my clients, they're on the healing table, we're in the middle of a session and I receive an intuitive uh, message that I am to say the four phrases that most people are familiar with that are related to Ho'oponopono. And that is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. And some people may have learned it in different orders. It, it all works. Or just saying, I love you or thank you repeatedly works as well. And so what happened was in the shortest version in 2018, Yes. Um, my mom was in the hospital and she, she really, um, it was surprising that she survived, that she was alive and, um, she was perfectly fine and cooperative. And then all of a sudden, three days into the hospitalization, it was like somebody flipped a switch and mean mommy had appeared oh. and it triggered all of my childhood PTSD, as well uh, as my sisters, but we yes. experience our emotional traumas differently as everyone does. 
Mm -hmm. right? We all find our coping mechanisms. We all hold different beliefs about what trauma is and what our life experiences are and what their meaning is to us. And And, Eileen, just, mm -hmm. just um, making a, a point on that is we can all live in the same family, but our mm-hmm. perspectives of what went on in our childhood are actually going to be very different based on our individual personalities. And so it's, it's very yeah. normal that your perception and experience of your childhood is very different from your sister's. And that's yeah. that's normal. And it's normal, not even just related to trauma, because each child is going to have a different relationship with their parents because they were born into the family at different times. Correct. And the parents were not the same people as they were when they birthed their first child into the world Mm. versus when they birthed other children into the Mm. world. And my sister and I, for example, are four and a half years apart. I'm the younger one. So it's very different. Very different time for for both of us, but agreed as far as trauma as well, because it is all, as you said, about how we perceive our life experiences, for sure. And people cannot judge those perceptions either. No. Just because they're different does not mean that they're wrong. And just because your experience is different from your sister's does not mean that you are lying or mis representing your life it is real for you yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and I think that's true for all of us whether it is um, a childhood memory or Or a trauma something that we experienced yesterday Mm -hmm. right two people are going to go into an experience and they will perceive it differently and I often use this example with clients and that is um, it's the roller coaster I love sharing this story. It's it's two people take a, a roller coaster ride. And if, if almost everybody's familiar with Disney World or Disneyland yes. and that long line that you take before you get into a ride, right? Yeah. One person goes through the line and they're getting more and more excited as they're getting ready to get into the little car that they're going to take for this yeah. roller coaster ride. And the other person is getting more and more tense. Yes, more and more anxious because they really don't want to go. They've given their power away and agreed to do this Mm -hmm. and they get to the ride and they get strapped in. And the one person that's all excited is like really getting excited. And they're like really wanting this, this ride to start. And the other one's going, maybe I made a mistake. Can I get off now? (laughs) You know, and the ride begins. Right. And, and they go up that first hill and the person who really doesn't want to be there is holding on to that bar for absolute their dear life, right? Yeah. The other person is like getting ready to raise their arms because they're going to get at the top of the thing. And when they're going down, they're screaming with joy. And the other person is screaming in terror. You know, when they get off this ride and the yeah. person who was screaming in terror is going, that's it. I am never doing this again. And the other person is going, are you sure you want to go again that was just so much fun and I say to my clients all right who was at fault who caused this person to be joyful who caused this person to be in fear was it the was it the ride's fault you know was it the friend's fault and the truth is it's nobody's fault it's just how each person 
experienced it. And that's it, right? And there is, you're right, Tony, there's no right or wrong, good or bad. It's just the experience that we have. And when we work with it, not judging it, we can move through the experience with so much more grace and ease <laughs> yes. than otherwise, right? Because the no. minute you're, you're judging it, you get attached to it. Yeah. The minute you get attached to it, you can't let go of the emotion. It's you're in that that horrible loop mm. where the mind's going, the same thoughts, the emotions are being triggered. And it's like, will this stop, please? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Eileen, back to um, your, that time with your mom when she was seriously mm. ill. Can you tell us a bit more about that and how um, Hopopono helped? Sure. Um, to give it some perspective, mm -hmm. um, as, a, as a person who's real energy sensitive, mm -hmm. I'm aware when I'm in my body and when I'm not. And normally mm -hmm. I'm very grounded. I'm, I'm a September baby. I'm a Virgo. So yeah. I'm very yes. earthbound. Yes. As, yes. as much as I'm multidimensionally aware, I'm very grounded, mm -hmm. right? And my, my, I had a colleague that worked on me every day for a month to help stabilize my energy field a month. It took and, her. And that was related to mom. That was all related to the trauma. PTSD, yeah. PTSD is, is, it's a very nasty um dynamic that affects each of us differently mm -hmm. and when it starts in childhood right mm -hmm. or it's something we bring in with us depending upon everyone's belief systems those are very deep rooted traumas yeah and healing them i've spent a lifetime mm -hmm. focusing on on healing this trauma and and that's really probably not Correct. I have spent since 1994 with the awareness of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was still ways. there. It was still there up until that point. But right. awareness right. changes the way you do life. Once you have an awareness of, oh, that's why I'm angry. That's why I'm sad. That's what ha it, it starts that whole conversation of what happened to me versus right. what's wrong with me. Because there's not often a lot that's wrong with you. It's what happened to you and how your body and your mind protected you in that particular right. situation. Right. And it's, it's what's interesting to me is that for many people, it's very subtle. Definitely. For me, for me, I'll tell you what I realized in retrospect, because I was never formally diagnosed with PTSD, but yeah. in retrospect, my family used to tease me. <gasps> um, if they came up behind me and it wasn't, it wasn't malicious. They would, you know, hey, you know, you go up behind somebody and you touch them. It would scare the living bejeebies out of me. Yeah. I would jump three feet in the air. I'm exaggerating, but I was I always reactive when that would happen and my family would tease me and say oh don't touch me ah she's so sensitive don't touch me right and I want you to know that as intelligent as I am and and I'm no slouch when it comes to some intelligence absolutely 70 years of life experience right yes it took me until my 60s 
to turn around one day. We were all walking down the street somewhere. God only knows. I don't remember. And I said, you know what? This is not funny. This mm -hmm. is trauma being expressed. I don't give you permission to do this anymore. You're not going to tease me anymore. This ends here. Yeah. To be able to have the gumption, yes. the the nerve to be able to speak up to the people that you respect. After 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, um, I'm very grateful that my family members heard me. Oh, yeah. No one has done it since then. Oh, see. Right? So, so it's important for, I think, for people to understand that they may have PTSD mm -hmm. and not realize it. Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Because the symptoms can be very subtle, right? But in true answer to your question, mm. later that year, this was in 2018, um, I was um, unable to stand up straight because I had hurt my back and I had vertigo and it was oh. Christmas week oh. and I couldn't get into my acupuncture person oh. and, 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 right. And so I just kind of did all of my tools that I had mm -hmm. and about five or six days in, I finally felt comfortable enough to get back on the internet and what do I see, but the Ho'oponopono practitioner certification program, a oh. big video uh, ad, which I never, I never click on these ads, but it was like, something so drew you in. Sent. It was God sent. It truly was. And so I started listening to this program. It was, it was the sum total plus two weekend workshops with E. Haleakala Hulen, which most people around the world, if they've heard of Ho'oponopono, know who he is. He is the PhD psychologist who was asked to come into Hawaii State Hospital <gasps> to help them in the criminally insane unit because it oh, was that's challenging. Yeah. Right. And yes. all he did was Ho'oponopono. He didn't do therapy. He didn't meet with the patients. He was not part of team meetings with any of the staff. He literally sat in a room and did Ho'oponopono. Now, what that means is he initiated the cleaning by divine creator, God, by whatever name you call your creator, mm. of everything that was connected to whatever he read, he intuited, yes. he felt, he experienced everything. <laughs> Excuse me. But he was asking for it to be cleared from himself. We do not clean directly, nor do we ask for cleaning directly from someone else. Uh -huh. We only ask for the memories that are replaying from our own subconscious mind that are the cause for our problems to be cleaned from us, mm. transmuted by yes. divine intelligence. And that's all he did. And in a little over four years, they literally closed the unit because it was it was beyond its function it See? no longer functioned that it link. wasn't that everyone was 100 percent well it meant no. that they no longer needed to be in a locked criminally insane unit some no. people went on to serve their sentences because they were able to accept responsibility for it or to stand trial for their offenses but yeah that unit was closed because of one man's ho'oponopono work and Ho'oponopono, it, it, it's about those key phrases as well, isn't it, Arlene? Can you 
Tool, it tool. is their cleaning tools. The, yes. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Are cleaning tools. Yes. What they are, their words, and there are many of them, right? Yeah. Those four phrases individually or all together are basically putting a message to divine intelligence or divine creator saying, I'm 100% responsible for whatever this problem is, even though I haven't a clue how yeah. I've created it. Yes but I'm a hundred percent responsible and thank you for cleaning it all. Mm. And as we initiate the cleaning of whatever these problems are from ourselves, they are transmuted by divine intelligence from us and from anyone Everyone. who holds the same energy. Oh, so, so that's why it's therein, so powerful. Yeah, therein lies your ancestral healing, oh. your generational healing, which is so on the table right now mm. for all of us mm. as part of humanity. Right, definitely. Can, we <laughs> the generations of humanity are at a key right. point in our timeline. Now is the time to do that intergenerational work. Um, and Agreed. people, the audience listening might not realize how intergenerational um, uh, trauma, uh, and there are other words other than trauma, but I'll use trauma in this. Uh, maybe unaware how intergenerational trauma plays out in your current life. Arlene, can right. you quickly just talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. Um, if we look at everything from an energetic perspective, I think it makes it easier for people to understand this concept that you just shared, right? Um, quantum physics, and believe me, I'm not a scientist, but quantum mm -hmm. physics tells us that everything that we see, sense, feel, hear, know, or experience is energy, energy vibrating at different rates of speed or frequencies, Yeah. right? So the easiest example I can give you is a water molecule, right? A uh -huh. water molecule at its lowest frequency is takes on its densest form, which is ice. Yes. A water molecule at its highest density takes on its least dense. I mean, its highest frequency takes on its least dense form, which is steam. Uh -huh. And in the middle, we have liquid, what we yes. drink, but all still the same water molecule. So everything is all about vibrational frequency. Mm -hmm. And that's what gives it its substance yes. in how we experience it. So in our bodies, our bones are the lowest frequency. They're, they're the densest part of us. Uh -huh. And let's say air exchange would be the highest frequency. Mm -hmm with blood being a little bit in of middle. a lower frequency and muscles yep. and tendons, everything, right? And so when, when we look at everything from an energetic perspective, we, we can think of it in terms of genetics, right? Uh -huh. Our genes hold the information from our ancestral lineage. Mm. Well, what if, 
it holds a lot more than just the diseases or yes. or genetic traits that we tend to apply to our genetic information. What if, if everything is all energy, we're also holding the energy of our ancestors' experiences, their feelings, their thoughts, their beliefs, their addictions, their, their patterns of behaviors like being abusive, right? What yes. if? Yes. I mean, this is the belief that I hold. And so for me, Ho'oponopono is such an amazing gift because it addresses all of that. Mm -hmm. And so first I got rid of my back pain in an hour, right? Yes. That back pain that I told you about a few minutes ago, yes. right? And the vertigo took a couple more days, but when I started to really understand that this is like quantum physics on steroids, right? Or quantum healing on steroids, uh -huh. right? I, I said, okay, let me see if I can heal my relationship with my mom. Mm. And so I created a cleaning statement that went like this to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my mom's suffering because her abusive behaviors to me yeah. implied she's suffering yeah. on some level. Yes. I don't know the, all of it. I never will. Yes. So to whatever but memories are you don't need to, do you, Eileen? You don't, you don't need to know the particulars. You don't. And you don't need to relive it. No. You don't, you don't need to process it in order for Ho'oponopono to be an effective tool for clearing. Mm -hmm. And that that is something that, for me, I am so grateful for, yeah. right? Yeah. So... Can you repeat that statement for the audience? Yeah, thank you. I can. I can. I'm going to do it two ways first. Yes. I'm going to do what it can be that they can start using right away for yes. anything that they want. And then I'll, I'll give them the example of, of for my yes. mom. So Thank you. whatever memories are in me that are the cause for fill in the blank with the problem, then add on any and all levels, yeah. put in parentheses that I am to atone for. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you repeatedly. Mm. You can use this for anything, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, earthwise, systems, weather, mm. um, government systems, mm. elections, <laughs> money flow, yes. money flow, political systems, social systems, There, there is no limit. Everything has what is referred to as a self I hyphen identity. Yes. Therefore, everything can be, you can initiate the cleaning of everything and anything. Powerful whether it's stuff. yours, yeah, whether it's yours or something that you see, etc. Mm. Mm. So, okay. so the so the, the statement that I used for my mom was for me to clean from me. Yes ever was going on with my mom was to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my mom's suffering on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Now, this was when I first learned how to do it. So I worked with those four phrases a lot. Mostly yes. now I use just I love you or thank you repeatedly, but I still revert back to it as I feel intuitively guided. Mm -hmm. And what I found was that I would 
think the phrase before I even opened up my eyes in the morning. Uh-huh. I would solicit my inner child who's in charge of the subconscious mind where these memories are replaying from mm-hmm. to do the cleaning for me 24 seven, because I can't do it 24 seven, but your yeah. inner child, your subconscious mind doesn't sleep, doesn't take a vacation. Yeah. So I would say, you know, um, I love you. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did to create this suffering of my mom. Right. And my own suffering as well. Please forgive me. I have not a clue how this all happened. And thank you. Thank you, divine creator for transmuting it all. And thank you, my little one, my inner child for helping me with the cleaning. Because if we can do this 24 seven, you and I can both be free of suffering. So please help me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So After about two weeks, Uh saying it before I even opened up my eyes, before I went to bed, whenever I remembered it, right? Mm -hmm. I started to feel a sense of peace that was so palpable. And it stayed with me. In four months to the day, we were moving my mom to um, an indie from independent living to an assisted living facility, two mm-hmm. different yeah. uh, buildings. Yeah. And, and we were unpacking what we could, the furniture was coming the next day. Right. And so we're all, we're all doing our thing. It was just my family and my mom sitting on her walker in the middle of the main room of this apartment. <laughs> yes. And all of a sudden she says, can I have everybody's attention, please? being respectful we all stop what we're doing and are paying attention to her and she said I just want you to know how grateful I am I never could have done this without you my mom's not an emoter yeah she just wasn't right um on occasion but she's not one to express in this way but what she said right after that I knew it was the Ho'oponopono she said, I just want you all to know how much I love you. Oh. In all my life, in all my life, when I've said I love you to my mother, she has never said it back. Oh. From that point forward, because I would say it, I would talk to my parents every day. When my dad yes. died first, I called my mom every day. Okay. And um, and I would always say I love you before I hung up the phone. And it didn't matter to me whether she said it or not. But when she started saying it back, and then when she'd say it to me before I did, (laughs) it was a change. It was nothing less than joy. I had a year and a half with my mom, um, the last six months of which were during COVID. Oh, yes. With the most loving relationship that made up for a lifetime. Yeah. You know, what was 90 to 95% a challenge and five five to 10% a joy had completely reversed. Oh. It was 90 to 95% joy and five to 10% a challenge. Now, mind you, there were still challenges, yes. but yes, I had better coping skills and oh. my childhood PTSD is gone. Mm. So, so those are the things that that when you work with people, those are the things that you help them deal with and clear, heal and I transmute. Do. 
I do for anyone that wants to learn it. Um, when I first started, um, when I first studied this, um, I would work one-on-one -on -one with my clients. Um, last year, I was guided to start a membership community to mm -hmm. help anyone that was wanting to develop and uh -huh. maintain a consistent Ho'oponopono practice so that they could receive the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And so that has been a joy this past year. Our members are called Heart Healers. It's called the yes. Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community. And, and we've got the link I'm in, when you see Aura watching this interview, you will see the links to everything that Eileen's talking about. The links will okay. be attached to the interview. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm grateful. Thank you, Tony. Um, and and what what I've gotten from from everyone in the group, it's been interesting. Some people have shifted more slowly with the things that are most problematic for them, but everyone has shifted. Wow. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. So they will. And I think what's unique about this group is not only are they learning and being supported because we do weekly support sessions on Zoom to be able to establish and maintain their own Ho'oponopono practice, the community supports everybody else's cleaning statements mm. as well. So that cleaning statement format that, I, that we spoke about a few moments ago, everyone that has a, a cleaning statement that they want support with, is shared with everybody in the group. In the so group. you've got multiple people doing the cleaning. The same work. Ah, Still okay. clean from themselves. Yes, but. But what's clean from us is clean from wherever it's being held. So. Oh, my goodness. Powerful yeah, stuff, wonderful. Eileen, that you're sharing wonderful. with us today. Um, I wanted to briefly touch on the concept of relationship with self and um, loving self and why that's an important component of the work that you do and how it links in with Ho'oponopono? It's a great question. Okay. So as I mentioned before, I believe our sole purpose is to remember how to be a loving presence or in a loving relationship um, with ourselves first. Yes. There's a there's a phrase you that can't, I that... you can't love and be at peace with the world if you don't have a loving relationship with self. You can't it's give true. from it's a non-loving relationship. You can't give right. to the world. You can't right. heal. There's the, it, it it's linked to everything, isn't it, Arlene? I think it is. I think it is. But but if we also put it in the perspective of if this is what everyone's soul lesson is, then every experience that we co-create at the core of it is designed for us to learn that lesson. Yeah. And so who we're being in this relationship with ourselves is how we show up. Yeah. Right. So when our relationships aren't working, mm. it's not about the other person. If we make it's it about the other person, we lose the opportunity to recognize that there's a pattern in us that's mm. being expressed. And it, if we keep asking, what's my most loving choice here mm. and do that, 
then we're incrementally moved forward on the path of remembering how to be loving with ourselves first, mm. right? It's mm. it's like the oxygen mask on the plane. You know, Absolutely. The plane. Absolutely. You don't give it to the person next to you first. You have to put it on yourself first. And yeah. so it is with everything, right? You have to take care of you first, asking what's my most loving choice and mm. choosing that really makes us more available to be present and loving yeah. in yeah. all of our relationships yeah. and our life experiences. I, so I everything say, begins with us. Yeah. Eileen, when you first introduced me to the concepts around um, Ho'oponopono practice um, and in subsequent conversations since, I'm starting to think think of it along the same way that I do um, about daily meditation that that it is an integral and important part of something that I need to do every day to keep growing and to be my best self and so being even introduced to this concept it, it, it's really quite simple but so powerful isn't it it really is. The ancient Hawaiians, which we don't have this advantage, they were born into a culture. Now we're talking 2,500 some odd years ago. Yeah. Um, but, and and the way that Ho'oponopono was taught then was different than it is now. The yeah. ancient version was facilitated by either the head of household or the kahuna, the local spiritual leader. Mm. And, and, but not and, but everyone was born into the concept or the belief that they were born to atone for everything that happened before they were born. Oh. It's, it's like, it's, it's having, okay. this, having this awareness and trusting and knowing that whatever's going on now mm. is connected to everything that happened before. Right. And, and so conversely, you have the ability to heal that. Yeah. So it's not absolutely. lumping, it's not lumping shame and guilt for past no. experience on you. It's actually not at all. empowering you to heal in this lifetime. Absolutely. It was it was the normal course of understanding wow. why you were here. You know, because we weren't born into this, it takes a little time to, <laughs> you know, adopt this new belief because it is a new belief, but beliefs are changeable. Universal That's truths amazing. are not. And so, and so um, in, in that time in the beginning, right, everyone gathered, everyone had to say, remember the four phrases, everyone had to express, I love you to each other. Mm -hmm. Everyone had to say, I'm sorry for whatever I did to cause whatever the problem was or yes. the lack of peace, because yes. peace was their highest value in that culture, right? Mm. Um, you know, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me for whatever I did to contribute to this lack yes. of peace. And thank you. They had to express gratitude to everyone. And until everyone could do that with everyone, and you can imagine it might've been a little wow. confrontational, <laughs> that process continued. Well, in the 1970s, Morna Nalamaku Simeona, Kahuna Lapa'au, 
She was a kahuna. She started her training when she I was I love three that years. word, kahuna. <laughs> it's a beautiful Just, word, isn't it? right? It's a great word. She, she told her mother when she was three years old that she was ready to start her training. <gasps> so this is a woman that was awake to her connectedness to spirit At her entire three. life. Oh, that's powerful stuff, isn't it? Amazing. Amazing. Oh, and so in the 1970s, she received in a meditation directions to update the ancient version of Ho'oponopono uh -huh. to what we now know it as, which is referred to as SITH, S-I-T-H, or yes. self-identity through Ho'oponopono. Now, uh -huh. her organization is I-Z-I-L-L-C dot com. Oh. It continues on with teachers that she trained. E. Haleakalahu Len was a student of hers. And after he did the training with her, they traveled the world together. He devoted his entire life to her and to Ho'oponopono and, and teaching it and sharing and doing the cleaning to honor her to honor humanity, Mother Earth, the cosmos, mm. because we are connected to everything and everyone. Yeah. yeah. We go yeah. back to that everything is energy Gee. and there really are no boundaries to energy, right? Mm. So that cleaning statement that I shared, the on any and all levels, right? Yes. That can cover a multitude of of sources for the memories replaying where uh -huh. they're coming from uh -huh. right on any and all levels can be from ancestors mm. on any and all levels can be something an energy you picked up walking down the street mm. right or you, you picked it up as a childhood experience uh -huh. or as an adult uh -huh. experience it doesn't matter mm. what it is it can still be cleaned right Amazing. That I am to atone for is a phrase that's used specifically when you are initiating the cleaning of a problem from yourself to yes. benefit someone else, like I did with my mom. Yes. But that can be anything outside yourself. That can be the flow of money to you. Mm. That can be a political system like we were talking about. It can be a weather pattern. Yes. I live in South Florida, like, you know, <laughs> June, yes. from June to November, we've got hurricane season, right? Yes. And yes. hurricanes are very much emotional energy. They're um, big energy, aren't they? They're massive energy hurricanes. They, they really can be, and they can be mitigated mm -hmm. by working with them energetically to some mm -hmm. degree. If Amazing. it serves the highest good, right? Yeah, yeah. So. The, 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 that I am to atone for when I learned how to do this was yeah. learned from that context. But I find that a lot of times I tend to add it to my phrases, mm. but you can just simply say in the moment, if you're mm. feeling, um, uncomfortable about anything mm. physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, you can simply say, whatever this is, I love you. 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 Mm. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It all works. works. You don't have to specify yeah. what it yeah. is. You don't have to identify yeah. what it is and you yeah. don't have to mean it. Yeah. You don't have to say it in a loving way. You could be pissed off. <laughs> 
you can be really pissed off and you can still say it even with that energy and God knows your heart. Okay. And so the intent is the intent is to shift, move, change, heal, move forward. So the intent is what sits behind it that makes it most powerful and work. Eileen, you've got an ebook um, called uh, Every Day is a Good Day for Hoponopono, and we have the link that will be attached to this interview. Can you just give us a quick idea? um, And it's a free book. It's one that Eileen has given us for you, the audience, to download and read as a follow-up from this very powerful interview and conversation we've had today. Um, What will people get from the book, Eileen? Um, When I started the membership community, I created a colorful meme and um, and it started out being every day is a good day for Ho'oponopono. And Uh it would it would be a conversation with my membership community about a different aspect of whatever's going on in my life and relating it back to Ho'oponopono. And that's where the idea came from, because I had a daily meme going out with a message. What I what I ended up doing was to make it more um, understandable was uh-huh. that it goes through the main aspects of Ho'oponopono. Yes. So it helps the like reader. Like an introduction and an understanding. It does. It does. And it helps the reader to understand what, what each aspect of Ho'oponopono is mm-hmm. so that they can, I find that the more I understand something, yes. the easier it is for me to be consistent with it as a tool. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Eileen, um, I wanted to ask you just a couple more question, questions because we're running out of time and it's just Oh, goodness, a, okay. It's a gorgeous conversation to have. And we're going to have some further conversations just so the audience knows there will be a couple more um, discussions and interviews that I'll have with Eileen that are equally important and powerful. But today was about introducing you to the concepts and understanding of of Hoponopono. Um, Eileen, how do you work with people and how can they connect with you? Um. In a, in a number of different ways, yes. right? Um, one-on-one client sessions. Um, I do very little in-person work anymore since COVID. Um, so generally um, either by phone or on the Zoom platform. So you can, people can work with you across the globe. So yeah. not just Americans. I'm talking oh, definitely. anyone definitely. anywhere has the opportunity to work with Eileen, particularly around this work. And it's simple, Absolutely. isn't it? Pardon? It's it's simple, isn't it? Um, to connect, it, to, with, to connect people, with you. To do sessions, absolutely. Um, with people that are in different time zones, it may be a little bit more challenging, but we figure it out. Yes. Right. It 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 all works. Yes. And and those sessions can be recorded at the client's request so that they can replay whatever um, processes or guided meditations we've yeah. done or Ho'oponopono training or cleaning mm. statements mm. have been offered to them. Mm. I offer Akashic Records readings. And yeah, so and we're going to be talking about that as well, which I... Uh, that'll be really fun. That'll be fun. So that's a type of session that, yes. that someone can, can schedule. 
But I also, um, because of the membership community, yeah. for anyone that wants to expand their um, experience, their understanding, and uh, reap the benefits of Ho'oponopono, I work with the community on a weekly basis. We have a private telegram group, mm. and that's another way to work with me. And it's also um, helpful for people that maybe um, a, a one hour or an hour and a half session or a package might be um, on a, not not able to be financially met at Absolutely. this time. So they can Whereas still... joining the membership community might be their entree in. Yeah. Right. And I work with everyone financially because yes, I was just going to say, please, it's my, connect. it is, it is what, it is what spirit guided me to do. So yes. I will work with everyone. There has to be some exchange and, and we'll figure that out. Mm. So I don't turn anybody away. Oh, I'm so glad that we connected and I'm able to share your work with our audience because the more opportunity that we get to, um, help people to help them heal to to live their best lives the more we move forward as humanity so it's not mm. even just about an individual person's healing and living their best life it's actually moving humanity forward um Eileen um as you heard my alarm's just gone off and and keeping me to time um apologies audience usually it's a silent but today it's gone off and I apologize for that we have all of Eileen's links attached to this interview. Her website is phenomenal. If you just go on to um, your, uh, Eileen, can you just tell the audience the um, website that they can jump onto? Because all sure. of the information is there. Sure. Um, it's my name, Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. I really simple it is pretty simple yeah and I know from being on there a number of times that you can navigate to any part that particularly interests you from Akashic Records to Hopaponopono and anything in between we have the links for all of Eileen's socials as well and please don't forget to download that free ebook as it will give you a deeper understanding of the concepts that we've sort of briefly gone through today um eileen thank you so much for your time and your interview i cannot wait for our next two discussions that will be phenomenally amazing and um, i look forward to sharing you with the audience again thank you tony blessings of much love and gratitude thank you Thank you.